Very good, very good. Good stuff. Anyway, you know it was great. I asked Jason to put together a few songs for us as well. Yep. And you can tell that we come from the same uh, the same era. You know, we've got the Christy Moore stuff in there. And um, Brendan Shine was one of his requests. I couldn't find anything from Brendan Shine on iTunes, uh, particularly the song that he wanted. So I got all the songs he wanted, but I didn't get all of the artists. Okay. So uh, we did a bit of mix, mixing. But it was some so there was songs. no Brendan Shine on iTunes? Ah, well, you know what? The song he wanted, oh, okay. um, right. which was, I think, The County of Armagh. Was that, was the that, Boys. That, yeah, or The Boys in the County of Armagh, yeah. yeah. So I got Margot singing that one instead. Oh, very that's good. not a Margo. great swap in, but no. uh, anyway, it'll I haven't do. I have heard of Margot in a long <laughs> time. But it was one song on there, Red Rose Cafe, and you know, I hadn't heard of the song for, for years. Right. I couldn't find the Furies version of it, but yeah. a great great tune. Great song. I remember that, like, when we first got to Canada, you know, we man and I would have, you know, friends all and that's what they'd be playing right. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Oh, very good very good so listen uh, just before we get into the to uh, to a bit of music here and get on with the show uh, I did get a call late last night and um, just um, Mick Casey wanted me to pass along some um, some unfortunate news that uh, Jim Mullins um, who's actually a fellow county man of mine from County Leash um, Jim Mullins passed away um, quite unexpectedly last night um, around 10 o'clock so uh, Jim was very very involved with the uh, he was involved with Gary Owen in the early days but he was one of I believe one of the founding members of the St. Pat's uh, GAA club very well known uh, very well liked man around the city uh, it'll shock many people so our thoughts and prayers go out to um, uh, go out to Jim and uh, and his family and um, I do not have any details uh, too soon for for any funeral details. As soon as we get them, we'll post um, them on the website. We'll post them on the yeah. website. But I suppose once uh, once we make people aware that the event has happened, people generally have a way of figuring out how to get that information. But Jim was in the insurance business as well, and um, you know made his home up in uh, Beaton, Tottenham area there for the last uh, for the last several years, and um, was quite involved in his community up there as well. So thoughts and prayers go out to Jim, and Definitely. that was a. a, a uh, you know, a big loss to the community, and I, I used to meet him at some of the, the GA events around the town. And a great man to, to talk. Once you got him going, you could never stop him. But uh, just very passionate about uh, about Gaelic football, and uh, a good leash man as well. Anyway, so um, may he rest in may he rest in peace. Yes, indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, Jay, you're going to introduce your first song here and tell us a bit about it and why you picked Pressure's it. Pressure is massive. Somewhere oh, the, I'll tell you. Yeah, well, hold on here now. So, what was the you first song there? The first oh, there song it is. There, there. yeah. So the first song I picked is Bagatelles, Somewhere in Dublin. I think the first time I heard this song, I was about 10 years old. And uh, <laughs> it just made me feel good. It just made me feel warm inside and made me feel good about living in Dublin. Uh, well, and, uh, you know, every time I hear it now, it brings back those memories and yeah. makes me feel like I'm 10 again. Ah, good ah, man. That's fantastic. And the Livia said, start 
So I'm leaving on Wednesday morning and trying to find a place where I can hear the wind and the birds and the sea on the rocks and my rope and roads all as I need. And sometimes I turn up the quail and I want to walk back up that hill. I'll just get on the road and I'll stick out my son. I know for sure you'll be there still I remember that summer in Dublin On the lilies it stand like hell On the young people walking on Grafton Street Everyone looking so well Smothered by 46 And the scream of a low-flying jet So I jumped on a bus to London Stopping hard to pick up my guitar And I drunk on the bus Told me how to get rich I was dead The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. 
Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabine can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabine is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. Here's our man in Ottawa, Desmond Devoy, with the news from Ireland. Ah, thank you very much for that, Mr. McCord. Great to, to hear from you. And uh, thank you very much, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning is breaking news. As many as 13 units of the Dublin Fire Brigade were on hand to battle a major fire at the oxygen recycling plant in Ballymount this morning. The fire started at 3 a.m. and while no injuries are reported, toxic fumes are rising from the site as dangerous chemicals and gases were stored there. Some canisters have already exploded. It could take days to bring the fire under control. The building housing the plant has completely collapsed. We'll have more on this story for you next week. Mount Carmel Private Hospital in Churchtown County, Dublin, closed this week, resulting in about 300 job losses. The High Court appointed liquidators for the hospital yesterday at the facility, where about 1,200 babies are born each year in the state's only private maternity unit. Elective surgery at the hospital has ceased, and obstetrics patients booked for maternity services will be transferred to other maternity hospitals. The Department of Health has ruled out buying the hospital, as it says it would be against government policy and would expose the state to financial risk. However, the National Asset Management Agency has provided the hospital with 10 million euros in support in recent years. RTE reports this morning that NAMA has ordered the hospital to repay deposits to expectant mothers. Well, just over two years after it was closed, Ireland's embassy in the Vatican is due to be reopened. The embassy to the Holy See was closed because of what was seen as a lack of cooperation on the child sex abuse scandal. But this week, it turns out a new pope has made all the difference, with Tanish de Eamon Gilmore saying that Pope Francis's focus on the poor and overseas aid was part of his decision to reopen a, quote, modest Irish embassy in a separate bi- building from Villa Spada, the Irish government's embassy to Italy in Rome. The Kenny cabinet also gave approval for the opening of eight new embassies and consulates around the world during a cabinet meeting earlier this week. Ireland will have new embassies in Bangkok, Thailand, Jakarta, Indonesia, Nairobi, Kenya, and Zagreb, Croatia. Consulates will also be opened in Austin, Texas, as well as Sao Paulo, Brazil, and Hong Kong, China. However, Ireland's embassy in Lesotho will be closed, with the embassy in South Africa taking over duties for covering the tiny landlocked kingdom. The Irish Embassy in the Baltic Republic of Lithuania will also be downsized, while Irish aid offices in Freetown, Sierra Leone, will be upgraded to embassy status. 
In crime news, a story we've been first brought to you many years ago, Daniel McDonnell has been sentenced to life in prison yesterday after being found guilty of murdering 16-year-old Melanie McCarthy McNamara on February 8, 2012 in Tala, Dublin. McCarthy was shot in the head as she sat in a car with her boyfriend and a mutual friend when McDonnell pulled up alongside and fired into the car, hitting McNamara. The six-man, six-woman jury reached a unanimous verdict at the Central Criminal Court in Dublin. Though he said nothing during nearly a dozen Gardaí interviews, the 19-year-old was convicted on the strength of intercepted jailhouse letters to his girlfriend and a friend, in which he bragged about the killing, even though he had been told that they would be read by prison staff. Well, in the wake of the popular Hollywood movie Philomena, the Irish government is now being called on to release more than 60,000 secret adoption files to help adult children, some living abroad, in tracing their natural families. Philomena Lee, whose story was brought to the silver screen in the Oscar-nominated film last year, was in Dublin yesterday to launch the Philomena Project, which will work with the Adoption Rights Alliance to help grant access to adoption records for grown-up children living in Ireland and the United States. Lee herself became pregnant when she was 18 years old. She was sent to the Sean Ross Abbey, a mother and baby home in Ross Cray, County Tipperary, where she gave birth to her son. When the child was three years old, he was taken from her, sold for adoption, and sent to the U.S. In the intervening years, she and her son spent years looking for each other, but they were deliberately kept apart. Finally from us this week, it might be safe to say that Newton Abbey Borough Council didn't like Monty Python's Life of Brian either. The Bible, the complete word of God, abridged, was due to be performed by the Reduced Shakespeare Company at the Theatre at the Mill in Newton Abbey, County Antrim, on Wednesday and Thursday next week. But the show was pulled from the schedule at the theatre, which is run by the Unionist-dominated council, led off by evangelical Christian members of the Democratic Unionist Party, who said that it mocks their religion and defames the Bible held in esteem in, quote, a Christian nation. The theatre company, which said it was going to pose such great theological questions as did Adam and Eve have navels and did Moses really look like Charlton Heston, said that it had performed the play in Jerusalem with no problems. Naomi Long, the Alliance MP for East Belfast, said that the move amounted to censorship. Councillor Fraser Agnew, Newton Abbey's mayor, admitted as such, telling the Belfast newsletter, you need censorship. Amnesty International and Richard Dawkins have also slammed the decision, but the show will go on somewhat, with the cast still intending to carry on with the dress rehearsal behind closed doors. The cancellation will cost council about £2,000. The company, however, has promised to return, to try to return to Ulster later in the year. Well, this week in Irish history, on January 23rd, 1995, Belfast singer Van Morrison is inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. On January 22nd, 1972, Taoiseach Jack Lynch signs the Treaty of Accession, meaning that Ireland would join the European Economic Community on New Year's Day, 1973. On the same day in 2011, Taoiseach Brian Cowan resigns the leadership of Fianna Fáil, but stays on as Taoiseach until the February election. On January 21st, 1876, Jim Larkin, founder of the Irish Transport and General Workers Union and a leader of the 1913 lockout, is born in Liverpool, England. On the same day in 1919, the first meeting of the Doyle Aaron was held in the Mansion House in Dublin. And on January 18, 1937, Nobel Peace Prize winner and Social Democratic and Labour Party leader John Hume is born in Derry. And on the same day in 2008, Northern Ireland First Minister, the Reverend Ian Paisley, retires from active politics. And that was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus, who begin direct daily service from Toronto to Dublin on April 14th. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Ken Tracy, Mark O'Brien, Alex Young, Mr. McCourt, and the rest of the gang. So until next week, folks, slán go foil. Thanks very much, Desmond. And of course, you mentioned April the 14th. Aer Lingus, Ireland's airline, is flying daily from Toronto to Ireland. It all kicks off on April the 14th. Fly non-stop to Dublin 
from $799 round trip with our spring and Easter fairs. The sale ends January 30th, so book now at erlingus.com. Can't Very wait good. for that, huh? Can't wait for it. Be deadly. You ever fly with Aer Lingus, Jay? I have, yeah, I have, yeah. yeah it's nice great. that they're coming here now. It is. It's great. We've got lots of options now. All Superb. year round. We've got no All excuse. Round, Go yeah. home five times a year now. Yeah. yeah. Weekends oh, yeah, and everything. Big, big parties. Right. Um, we're going to uh, get another bit of music. We have somebody calling in at 11.30, don't we? didn't mention we that. We have... Uh, Hillary. Uh, ah, Hillary. Hillary will be calling in from the embassy to tell us all about a program that they've kicked off. We mentioned it last week on the show. So yeah. we'll have Hillary on to talk about that. Very good. And I mentioned at the outset, um, Jay had sent me a couple of different songs that he wanted. And one of them was a song called um, They Never Came Home by Christy Moore. And uh, have Jason maybe tell us a little bit about that. That has uh, some awful memories from around our generation anyway, when we were kids growing up. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's a tragedy that was close to home. It yeah. was a, a, a nightclub in Artane where I grew up. And uh, there was a fire there. And... Uh, was it 40, 44 people? 44 mm. perished, yeah. Yeah, perished in the in the, in the the fire. And uh, Christy Moore wrote this song uh, about that tragedy. And uh, I had an aunt and uh, an uncle that were uh, were there that night. They were at and, the Stardust uh, that were, night. They were at the Stardust. Oh, wow. And my dad had got a call at four in the morning and someone asked him if he knew Dorian Fay, and he thought someone was messing, so he hung up. And it wasn't until later that in the morning he was on his way to work, he heard he about the, the tragedy. Wow. On the on the radio, so and that's you know. what she was calling about. Wow, so. oh, I have uh, haven't met anyone that's been as close to that know, uh, tragedy sure. as as yourself, Jay. But I'm sure that was a an awful time. It was an awful time for Ireland, particularly the, mm-hmm. the circumstances surrounding it, and uh, right. it changed forever. The uh, it changed forever uh, uh, kind of safety at these events oh, in Ireland. Big time. Um, yeah. So yeah. You know, unfortunately, yeah. it took something like that. Great song though. Christy Moore wrote it. It was banned yeah. for a while, I think, wasn't it? It was banned for a while. Pulled it yeah. Not on this show. Not on this show, (laughs) by God, not on this show. Some strong lyrics, yeah. Here we go, Christy Moore then. Sometimes you can be singing a song and you start thinking about another one. And you'll be wondering would they fit together and there's only one way to find out. And Valentine's Day comes around once a year All our thoughts turn to love as the time it draws near Sweethearts and darlings and husbands and wives Pledge love and devotion for the rest of their lives as day turns to evening, soon night time does fall. Young people are preparing for the Valentine's ball. As the night fills with laughter, some families still mourn the 48 children that never came home. And down to the stardust, they all made their way. And the bouncers stood back as they lined up to pay. The records were spinning and it was dancing as well Just how the fire started, sure no one can tell In a matter of seconds, confusion did reign The room was in darkness, fire exits were chained The firefighters wept, for they could not hide Their sorrow and anger, for those still inside 
Have we forgotten the suffering and pain? The survivors and the victims of the fire in our town? The mothers and fathers forever to mourn The forty-eight children that never came home And all around the city the bad news had spread And there's a fire in the stardust, forty-eight dead Hundreds of children are injured and maimed What a shame the fire exits were chained Our leaders were shocked, grim statements were made That they shed tears in the graveyard as the bodies were laid But the injured were forced to wait for six years It seems like our leaders shed crocodile tears Half a million paid out in solicitor's fees And a fortune paid over to Butterley It was all of eight years before any help came To the injured families who suffered the pain The days turned to weeks and weeks into years Our laws favour the rich, so it appears Mother still waits for her kids to come home Injustice breeds anger and that's what was done Let us remember the suffering and pain The survivors and the victims of the fire in our day The mothers and fathers forever to mourn The forty-eight children that never came home For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right, and a little chat here I had with uh, Colin McCulloch over at the Belfast Lounge. He wanted to let all of our listeners know that um, he said, grab your wives, grab your girlfriends. Hugo Strani is on the is on the dance floor tonight at 8 o'clock it all kicks off over at the Belfast Lounge and uh, he's got a full menu going so just give Colin a call over at the Belfast uh, should be a fairly packed room there tonight so anyway Hugo Strani and a message from our friends at the Galway Arms located at 8.30 at the Queensway in Etobicoke they invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto so drop in to see the Keane family or call them at 416-251-0096 or you can visit them at www.galwayarms.ca 
and I expect over the next uh, over the next week or so we'll be talking about some of the some of the big league games that uh, that they'll be showing over there at the Galway Arms, and of course the club hurling and football uh, semi-finals are coming up, and um, not sure if Michael's going to be showing them, but uh, certainly he shows the final every year, and I'm hoping as well to get that commentator on from Carlo, that oh, he did was that mighty. incredible footage. So hopefully next week we'll be able to uh, get him on there as well. Right, that's the message from the Galway Arms. How are you doing so far? Are you, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't seem yeah. nervous at all. You're fairly even no, keel, kind of a lad, are you? Now. I'm relaxing. Into yeah, this now. very yeah. good. And uh, who's is there any who's listening in today? You have family, all kinds of family around yeah, the place, do you? Yeah, family. Uh, man and dad probably listening yeah. in. Hopefully, yeah. What are their Tom, names? Barry and Bernie. Barry McCord. and Bernie McCord. Yeah, yeah. Just got a text here from uh, Mr. Duffy. Yeah. He, uh, He's the um, general manager of the local Aaron Rovers soccer club. Oh, right. He just wants everyone to know we're playing the semi-finals up at Downsview. Yeah. At 7 p.m. this Monday night. Come on out. Cheer us on. Do you need any players? Um, we, we might. We might. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. Look left and look right. You can't, you I'm looking at you. The mind is up. I'll take a picture and I'll show him anyway. All right. <laughs> See what he says. No, you have Don't to take the a picture. Fool of, him, okay? You have to take a picture of us togged out. Yeah. <laughs> togged out, yeah. yeah. Togged All right. out. Sounds good. Yeah. I got uh, the O'Neill shorts here ready to go. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Can't wait to see those. <laughs> <laughs> what was the radio show in Ireland that used to finish every interview with, with OK, boxers or briefs, was it? We won't put you on the spot on that one. Boxers or briefs. Right, very good. So another song. You said you were born up in um, County Armagh there, so you said you better That's put right. that in so for your dad there. Yeah, I'll show this out to me dad and uh, you know, I still have family there, the McKeevers, uh, living in Armagh, cousins, me auntie, yeah. uncle, so you know, um, we'll play that song for them. All right, Lovely. very good. There's one boy in the
Lovely stuff. Well, we're going to have our second call from Ottawa today. And this lady, I suppose, Hillary, you're probably there with your legs crossed. Big congratulations to you. I know you're uh, you're expecting. Thanks very much. Yeah, I'm still here anyway. Good, uh, good, good. Since, uh, since we spoke last. <clears throat> good. Well, congratulations to you and, and the best of luck. And keep us posted so we can, uh, we can make plenty of announcements about you. So you're on here now to tell us a little bit about this uh, immigrant support program. I am, yes. Well, thanks for, for giving me the time just to talk about it. Um, the Emigrant Support Programme started 10 years ago in 2004 when uh, the Irish government decided to establish a programme to support Irish communities overseas with a particular focus on addressing the needs of more disadvantaged and vulnerable Irish emigrants. Um, it focuses on initiatives that as I said, address the more disadvantaged um, and vulnerable emigrants, enhance access for Irish emigrants and Irish organisations to local statutory and voluntary services and um, focuses on projects which promote a vibrant sense of community and Irish identity among the Irish abroad. It's operated centrally by the Irish Abroad Unit of the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade in Dublin, as well as our embassies in a number of countries across the world, including Britain, the United States, Australia, New Zealand, and, of course, here in Canada. And in 2012, for example... Um, 11.6 million euro was given in funding to 170, 87, excuse me, organisations in 15 countries across the world. So it's quite a, a large programme. It's been operated here in Canada uh, by the embassy since 2006, and to date, just over a million uh, euro in funding has been awarded in grants to community organisations here. Um, and so the main reason I'm on today is just to, to announce as well that the programme is currently open for applications. It opens in mid-January every year and it will remain open for grant applications until Wednesday the 19th of February. The closing date is very strict. Um, all applications have to be made through an online portal which is at www.irishabroadgrants.ie and uh, Dublin centrally operate that portal and they, they do shut it down after the 19th of February and the grant round closes for, for the year. So if, if groups, there, there are a number of categories under which people can apply. To apply you have to be a registered not-for-profit organisation involved in Irish activities. So um, individuals can't apply. Um, there's another few restrictions as well, for example, requests for personal study, travel, anything party political, repayment of deficits or loans, those are ineligible activities. But there are a number of categories under which you can apply for a grant. Um, there's a capital category, for example, for applications for funding for construction or refurbishment of a premises. Um, a number of Irish centres here in Canada were successful in applying for funding in Calgary, Edmonton, Lorne and Whale and Brampton a few years ago as well. 
Um, there's a heritage category for projects involved in the promotion of Irish heritage and identity abroad. Um, for example, uh, Ireland, the Ireland Park Foundation received um, 500,000 a few years ago towards the development of that, of that site. Um, welfare services for the elderly are a big priority of the programme, such as Irish seniors groups. And Emerald Isle Seniors in Toronto, for example, have been successful in, in being awarded funding. Um, other welfare services, there's a big focus, of course, here in Canada on, on newly arriving emigrants and, and supporting people who newly arrive. And um, I suppose the biggest project we've had in, in recent years has been the Irish Canadian Immigration Centre in Toronto, where a few years ago, uh, of course, the late and great Eamon O'Loughlin um, came together with a number of groups in Toronto, the Ireland Fund, the GAA, the Chamber, the Benevolent Society, and talked to ourselves and they put in an application and we have um, <clears throat> been, they were successful in being awarded funding uh, for the, the Irish Canadian Immigration Centre, just over 200,000 in the last few years. And then the last category of grant is, is business networks, so projects to support Irish business networks overseas. So as I said, if groups have a, a project that they're interested in, by all means, make an application. I would say to read the uh, the guidelines carefully before applying. Make sure you fit the criteria and you have, have everything you need to apply. For example, they look for accounts that need to be uploaded at, at a certain point. Um, please call the embassy with any questions at, at all. Um, on, on, and I think our details are, are there on your website and they're also on our own website, embassyofireland.ca. Um, as I said, not every project will be successful um, because there's normally a lot, a lot of projects and a certain uh, pot of money. But um, it's, it's, if someone has a, an idea, it's worth putting in an application anyway. And um, decisions are usually made a few months later because the projects are assessed um, both in Ottawa and in Dublin. And ultimately, the final decisions on funding are taken by the Department of Foreign Affairs in Dublin. Wonderful. Well, that's a great bit of information there, Hilary. Sure is. Well done. You need to go Thanks. sit down now and have a wee cup of tea after that. <laughs> <Right>. huh? <laughs> so, so Hilary, uh, the the rumour is you're you're heading back. Uh, you're heading back to Ireland. You're back, heading back to Offaly. I assume I it's am. to Offaly, and uh, you're not coming back, are you? I'm not coming back. No, I'm. Uh, as, as you mentioned, I'm expecting a baby in just under three weeks. Mm-hmm. So um, once he or she uh, is born and all is well, we'll be we'll be heading back across the Atlantic uh, to Ireland. I would be finished my assignment in the summer anyway. So mm-hmm. uh, this is just bringing it forward a few months. Um, so I'll be back working in Dublin probably late summer um, and uh, stopping off in in the Midlands along the way in Ireland uh, before that. Very good. Well, listen, yeah. Yeah, I suppose on behalf of the community, thanks very much for everything you've done. And uh, we wish you the best with uh, not only the birth of your boy or girl, but everything else in uh, back home. And thanks. And for my own part as well, I just want to say a huge thanks to the community in Toronto and and across Canada. It has been a privilege and an honour meeting so many fantastic people and fantastic organisations. I I had a sense of how Irish Canada was before I came here, but it has been absolutely reinforced a thousand times um, of, of how deep the, the Irish connection is here. And it's something that I will take with me when I leave and be sure to tell tell everyone back home about. So I just want to say as well on my own part, thanks to, to yourselves, to all the groups 
um, who I've known and worked with. It's been been an absolute privilege, privilege, and um, as I said, hopefully, hopefully we'll meet again at some stage. Wonderful. Well Great done, stuff, Hillary. Hillary. All right. All the best. Take care of yourself. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye. Very good. Hilary Riley, lovely woman from yes. Rahan in County Offaly, just outside Tullamore. I had some great chats with her about my time in Tullamore. I'd say, uh, yeah. Short-lived chats, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're certainly, uh, certainly for restricted audiences. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say all yeah. right. You wouldn't be telling any of them on the no. air. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Right, we got a bit of music coming up here again. Uh, this was one of the songs we talked about earlier. What's the story here? Why would you have picked this song now? The Red Rose Cafe. The Red well, Rose Cafe. You, after a few sups, you know, this is uh, <laughs> this is the, my go-to song. Is the that one right? that I like to, you know, belt out. Have you had a few subs today already? Uh, I have, There's a bit yeah. of a... <laughs> Can you smell it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Ah, no, 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 you'd be grand. You've been running around dropping your kids off, so where would you have time to drink? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you're right, this no, is a great old, great old tune for the... Good old yeah, song. Yeah. You like belting this one out, do you? Well, well I'm not belting it out today, no? sorry, lads. This is the party, though. <laughs> I said after a few subs. This would be the one that you'd go to, you'd sing it, would you? I would, yeah. Oh, yeah, Lord. Yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> All right, Red Rose Cafe. From the farms and the factories too They all soon forget who they are The cares of today, well they're soon washed away As they sit at a stool by the bar The girl with green eyes in the rolling stone shirt Doesn't look like she works on the land And the man at the end, he's a very good friend of a man who sells cars second-hand Down at the Red Rose Cafe In the harbour There by the port just outside Amsterdam Everyone shares in the songs and the laughter Everyone there is so happy to be there Well, the salesmen relax with a few pints of beer They try not to talk about trade The poet won't write any verses tonight But he may sing a sweet serenade So pull up a chair and forget about life it's a good thing to do now and then And if you like it here then I have an idea Tomorrow let's all meet again Down at the Red Rose Cafe In the harbour There by the port just outside Amsterdam Everyone shares in the songs and the laughter Everyone there is so happy to be there Down at the Red Rose Cafe in the harbour There by the port just outside Amsterdam 
From the producers of Riverdance, direct from Ireland, Heartbeat of Home, a world of joyous, high-energy, heart-stopping performances. Heartbeat of Home, a high-octane dance extravaganza the critics call a jaw-dropping spectacle with soul. Heartbeat of Home, on stage until March 2nd at the Ed Mervish Theatre. Get your tickets now. Call 416-872-1212 or book at mervish.com. And irishtravel.ca and chemfiltravel.com hope with a major increase in air capacity for major growth for Ireland in 2014. Specials include air only with Transat to Dublin for April from $723, inclusive from May the 2nd to the 10th, and a seven-night Dublin hotel package from 11.49 per person based on twin sharing. Lowest fares with Aer Lingus not only to Dublin but to 20 destinations in Britain and Europe, also offering Air Canada daily service as of May 1st. Plus WestJet from St. John's to Dublin with same plane service from Toronto in the peak June to September period. With all the travel mayhem in recent weeks, one guy who spent eight hours on phone calls trying to rebook a cancer flight, it's a good time to remember that booking with us means we will always have your back. Book your sun holiday with Kempfield Travel and save $25 on your airfare to Ireland, Britain or Europe this year or contact us, contact us for all of your travel needs at 416-489-2424 or email us at info at irishtravel.ca celebrating 25 years in 2014. That's from our friends Sean and Karen over at Kempfield Travel. Very good. Excellent stuff. So, uh, your man is Chelsea fan here decides to tell us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sorry about nice. that. Surprised yeah, you didn't come in good. now with the big iron. It's dubs, up the dubs. I was thinking about that, yeah. but I didn't want to. I wanted to come in. I, I wanted you to let me in. Yeah. So, I didn't wear it. <laughs> <laughs> now, the thing is, uh, we, we can we can talk about it all we want, but the dubs are the dubs are the, the team to beat again this year, it would appear. Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, your man's from Sligo, so he hasn't really tasted a lot, <laughs> a lot of success. Uh I might be marginally better here anyway in Leash. We had now a Leinster title there a while back. But anyway, how long ago was that? I'll be a while ago. Oh, okay, how long ago? About nine years ago. Okay. Nine years ago. No, 2002, 2004, something like that. 2005 was our last Connacht yeah. title. Oh, that's not bad now. It was so five, yeah. God, you went downhill fairly fast after that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> new banished or in though this year, so we'll be yeah. fine. New man. New man. We'll be how moving on up. How much did you have to pay to come on to this thing? How much did I have to pay? Yeah. I, I can't tell you. I can't yeah. tell you. I'll keep yeah. It's that. been worth every penny though. It has it? though. It has. Yeah. Yeah. That's been I well just, worth it. Just listening to uh, to Hillary now, we definitely meet that criteria of not for profit, don't we? <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> a lot of loss. A lot of loss. <laughs> if there's such a criteria there, she didn't mention that one. Oh, very good. Good. And all that information is on our website, yep. SaturdayIrishRadio.com. So go on there and you can check it all out. Did your daddy ever bring you to Croke Park to see the dubs play? Yeah, I've been there a few times. Yeah, yeah. 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 I spent more time at Lansdowne Road oh, watching, yeah. watching Ireland play. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, used to go and watch them play as well. Yeah. Arthur Albiston, do you remember that name from years ago? He scored oh, a great goal one. against Spain one day. Oh my goodness! They lost four one though. <laughs> His goal was the one. <laughs> His goal was the best one. <laughs> yeah. Wonder goal. Yeah, 
Very good. Yeah, so another down road. Well, that's changed, hasn't it? It has, oh yeah. My yeah. goodness. Have yeah. you been to the new been to, I haven't been to the new one. I've seen it from the top of the... the um, You've been to it, have you? I've been a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really, really cool stadium. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Play your cards right now. You might get to sing Red Rose Cafe there before one of the games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping. It's a dream. <laughs> it's a dream, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> what do we got here now? We got a song called um, well, it's called The Last Farewell. It's probably more appropriate to be the last song on the show, but I only asked you for five in fairness, but it's okay. Right. I put a few buffers in there for a couple of extra Just tunes. In case, yeah. What's the memory on this one? Why would that one be on the list? Well, uh, the one we're going to hear is by Roger Whitaker. Yeah. But the one I was thinking of was uh, by a band called Barleycorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad was good friends with one of the members, Brian McCormick, and we used to go visit them oh, okay. and uh, up in RD. And uh, we'd go visit, and uh, every time we left there, he'd hand me dad a new tape, yeah. And we'd listen to Barley Corn on the way home go back away. to Dublin. Oh, and uh, this is one of the songs that you know sticks in my memory. And uh, the last you know, farewell, very good. I think it's appropriate, lovely. The ship lies rigged and ready in the harbor Tomorrow for old England, she says Far away from your land of endless sunshine To my land full of rainy skies again And I shall be aboard that ship tomorrow Though my heart is full of tears at this farewell For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can tell For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can tell I heard there's a wicked war ablaze And the taste of war I know so very well Even now I see the foreign flag arrange Their guns on fire as we sail into hell I have no fear of death It brings no sorrow But how bitter will be this last farewell For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can tell For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can tell Though death and darkness gather all about me And my ship be torn apart upon the sea I shall smell again the fragrance of these eyes In the heaving waves that brought me once 
to thee And should I return safe home again to England I shall watch the English mist roll through the dead For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word are beautiful and I have loved you dearly more dearly than the spoken word can tell Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Right, here we go, folks, with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events for January the 25th, and it's a long one, so stay tuned. Heartbeat of Home, the producers of Riverdance, are on stage at the Ed Mervis Theatre until March the 2nd. Get your tickets by calling 416-872-1212 or book at mervish.com. To all interested County Tyrone people, there'll be a meeting of all County Tyrone people interested and been involved in this year's 2014 St. Patrick's Day Parade. That's happening tomorrow, January the 26th at 2pm at the Emerald Isle Senior Centre at Greenwood and Danforth. The meeting is very important as it will decide whether County Tyrone will be involved in the parade in any official capacity. For further info please give Pat Canavan a call at 416-206-8670 or Greta Dillon at 416-221-9789. St. Pat's Gaelic Football Club are having their awards night on February the 8th at the Irish Shabine. It was a big year for the club with the addition of the ladies team and having Colin Fitzpatrick selected as their Toronto Senior Player of the Year. For more information on this event, give Peter a call at 647-401-9163. On Saturday, February the 15th and Saturday, April the 5th, from 8pm to midnight, there'll be an open door Cayley. Everybody's welcome, beginners and advanced alike. It's all happening at the Royal Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto. Tickets are $15. It's a cash bar. There'll be Barry's Irish Tea and home-baked treats. Live music, great dancing, Cayley set and waltzing too. Free parking, TTC accessible, and for more information, call Gerling at 416-440-0601 or Mary at 905-330-7972. St. Patrick's Parade is having their fundraiser at Muckish Irish Pub, and it's located at Warden and Hymas Road on February the 15th at 9pm, and it'll run until 1am. Entertainment is by the one and only Hugo Strani. And there'll be a buffet, and it'll be available courtesy of Muckish Irish Pub. All tickets for this event are $10, and they're available at the door. The Toronto Irish Players are back at it with a play called Big Maggie by John B. Keane. It's directed by Harvey Levko and produced by Shirley Spaulding. Associate producer is Susan McQueen, and it's on stage, of course, at the Berkeley Street Theatre, the Alumni Theatre at 70 Berkeley Street. It is on from February the 20th. It runs 21st, 22nd, 27th and 28th and on March 1st, 6th, 7th and 8th and it's at 8pm. 
There'll also be a couple of matinees, and that's Sunday, February the 23rd, and March the 2nd at 2 p.m. The opening night is $40 and includes a reception preceding the show. Tickets are $20, seniors and students are $18, and there are group rates available. Call 416-440-2888 to order. Or you can go to their website, torontoirishplayers.com. And we'll have Barbara Taylor on the show in a couple of weeks to talk about this play. The Ireland Fund of Canada wants you to put February the 20th in your diary and hold it. We'll have more details on their quiz night coming up very soon. Mayo Association's pub night is happening on Saturday, February the 22nd at 8pm. That's all taking place at the Galway Arms. And the West Meath Canadian Association presents A Day at the Races. And that will be held on Saturday, February the 22nd. Post time is at 3pm and it's all taking place at the Rose and Crown Pub at 2335 Young Street. There'll be mighty crack, multiple races and a prize for the lady with the best hat. For information, call Chris Gaffney at 416-226-9259. The Ireland Fund of Canada St. Patrick's Day Luncheon is happening on Friday, March the 7th. And that's all taking place at the Metro Convention Centre in Halls F&G kicks off at 11 a.m. with a pre-reception, 12.30 p.m. with lunch, and then 2.30 p.m. post-reception. Comedic entertainment is provided by PJ Gallagher, and tickets are $250, but they'll go up to $300 on February the 1st, so get in early. The IPOY luncheon honouring Geraldine Heaney will be held on March the 9th at the Toronto Hilton, and that all kicks off at noon. Tickets are $65 per person. And they've held this same price, folks. It's a, a bargain, for sure. They've held that price for the last three years. Reserve your tickets by email at irperson2014 at bell.net or give our friend Anne Looney a call, 416-621-2510. The Parade Society's Grand Marshal Ball honouring Katie Taylor the 2014 Grand Marshal will be held at the Toronto Hilton on Friday, March the 14th. Tickets are $130 each and they're only available in advance. Tables can be booked for groups of 8 to 10. Ticket information can be got by calling Geraldine at 416-487-1566. And the Murphy Reunion, if you want to march in the parade and you're a Murphy, send them an email at murphy at the Wolf Tones will be performing uh, on St. Patrick's Day in Toronto. It's their 50th anniversary tour, and it will take place, place on uh, Monday, March the 17th, at the Estonia House at 958 Broadview Avenue. Doors open at 6 p.m., and the lads will be hitting the stage at 7.30. Tickets are $40, and you can give... Um, who is it? Uh, Alan, a call at 416-402-3729 for your tickets. And that's all been put on by Friends of Sinn Féin. The 50th anniversary of the Toronto Rose of Tralee is happening on April the 5th at 6pm at the Liberty Grand, one of the few traditional ballrooms left in Toronto. Tickets to the event cost $100, and uh, after March the 1st, they'll go up to $110. Entry is open to ladies of Irish descent, and the current deadline for applications is February the 15th. For more information, give uh, Kevin Kelly a call at 416-724-7887. And a celebration of 25 years of ladies' Gaelic football in Toronto is happening on Saturday, May the 31st at the Traport Banquet Hall. That's at 1075 The Queensway. Entertainment will be by Hugo. Tickets are $80, include a three-course meal and an open bar. It's going to be a great night to come out and renew old friendships and rivalries and celebrate the many great ladies who played football here in Toronto. 
For more information, give Angela O'Meary a call at 905-277-4727. And all of this information is available on our website at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And we're almost out of time. Holy oh, that's God. six minutes. That's brilliant, though. Oh that's all right. Got a cold sweat going here. So, what do you think? It's all right, was it? Loads going on. Loads yeah. going on yeah. in the city, yeah. Was it, all right? We're, it flies, isn't it? It flew by, yeah. Yeah. Would yeah. you do it again? Another hour with you two lads. Yeah. Yeah. Would you do it again? Ah, sure. Price would yeah. be much higher now because <laughs> the popularity the of the show is massive. <laughs> I know. We have at least two listeners anyway. Well, four. There's another one now, Cal Ryan. <laughs> four listeners. Oh, very good. Uh, he sure. just uh, Facebooked me there and said that he's listening. He's tuned in. He's an Arsenal supporter, so we won't hold that against him. All right. Enough said. Enough said. Well, listen, we're going to go out here with um, uh, local singer Aidan O'Brien and the star of the County Down, Jake. Thanks for joining us. Thanks that for was great. Jess. Great to have you on. the tunes. Thanks and, for um, Folks, uh, until next week, Slán a Gwivgalair. Slán. Banbridge Town in the county down one morning last July. Down the wild boreen came a sweet Colleen and she smiled as she passed me by. She looked so neat from her two bare feet to the sheen of her nut brown hair. Should the coaxing elf I to shake myself to make sure I was standing there. From Bantry Bay up to Derry Cay, from Galway to Dublin Town. No maid I've seen like the sweet Colleen that I met in the county down. As she onward sped, sure I shook my head and I gazed through the feeling queer. And I said, says I, to a passerby, who's the maid with the nut brown hair? Oh, he smiled at me, and with pride says he, that's the gem of Ireland's crown. She's young Rosie McCann from the banks of the band, she's the star of the county down. From Bantry Bay up to Derry Cay, from Galway to Dublin town. No maid I've seen like the sweet Colleen that I met in the county down. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430 CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto.